Well. Release the Kraken. All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Welcome back to a special joint crack. And I think I speak for Camden as well as myself when I say that we are truly appreciative of the, I mean, the, and humbled of, by the support and by the, the amount of people, you know, really flocking to the show. And we could not be more grateful. We very kindly ask those that are reaching out via email and things like that to just give us a little bit of time. Uh, we're, we're a little bit flustered and overwhelmed, but these are, I guess you could say, good problems to have. So we really, really do appreciate it. With that being said, let's jump right into it. We got stories from all over the world that we're going to be covering today. So first off, with as it pertains to the German uh, elections, these According to the BBC, the center-left claim a narrow win over Angela Merkel's party. Now, if we scroll down a little bit, what we're going to see if we read the, the subtitle quickly is, uh, Germany's center-left Social Democrats, SPD, have claimed victory in the federal election, telling the party of outgoing Chancellor Angela Merkel it should no longer be in power, end quote. Okay, it's very difficult. I'm going to be truthful with you folks for me to not let my opinion get in the way with respects to this. I do not right. know the inner workings of Germany and the, the geopolitics of it relative to the confines of the country uh, itself. But I think in a humble per from a humble perspective, she's been there far too long. I do believe that she is, a, again, not saying that there's any uh, you know substantiative uh, veracity behind this, but I would dare to argue she is a tool of what you would call, I guess, arguably the NATO deep state, if you will. She goes along very well with the militari militarization a lot of, of a lot of things. She voices her opinion. But again, it's what they say and what they do is it's tip for tat, right? So with that being said, from an unbiased perspective, I mean, look, the, the, if assuming this is a fair and free election, the people, you know, the people want to change, let it be. So, um, Camden, you have I mean, anything she's to say? Been or... in power, her and Jinping from China are the only people that have been in like the driver's seat in any country as long as they have been. Oh, uh, Xi Jinping. Yeah, I never yeah. say his name right. I really don't. No, no worries. Um, it's an interesting time for her to like this change to happen in Germany, I think is more than anything. The key point here, it's, it's like uh same as Canada's snap election. They barely maintained power, but yeah. Um, United States Congress, big week, um, shut down government. Maybe it's strange how fast they're trying to pass this spending bill, raise the debt ceiling. I mean, it's all theoretical anyways. Um, a consequential week for President Joe Biden's agenda as Democratic leaders trim back his three and a half trillion dollar tax and spending package. I mean, I don't know why they're trying to pass it so fast and right now. Uh, I mean, that's the shady part. The thing, right, if I could just add before we get to the, the next uh, yeah. story is that when you take a look at how quickly they move in this regard relative to how slow they moved with regards to getting um let's just say payments out to the American people during, you know, the, the height of the COVID sure, right. pandemic. I say that with air quotes, but, you know, I mean, I got to be honest with you folks. When you look at this, look at how quickly they move. Look at how eventful they make it to the press. They dictate this week as being a big week to the press. Meanwhile, when it comes to a, a measly, you know, $600, $2,000 check for the American people, Again, I'm not saying I'm not trying to take a socialist perspective, but if we're trying to play it down the middle, let's Priorities. call a spade a spade, right? 
Yeah, no, it's like where the, their priorities. Yeah. This, right. And this tells me this is a sign of the military industrial complex, the military media complex, and a few other, you know, uh, I guess you could say rogue or shadow apparatuses pushing this forward. Because my God, you, I, when it comes to actually helping people, nothing gets done. But this, no, no problem. We got to move now. Everyone's in Congress. Let's go. So, right. no. Uh, the next thing is that according to the BBC, China has freed Canadians Michael Spaver and Michael uh, Kovrig after the Huawei boss was released. Okay right down the middle from an unbiased perspective, or at least attempting to have that perspective, this was purely an intelligence negotiation. Again, hard to say if, you know, Secretary of State or the State Department, CIA, sure, DIA, yeah. you, right? It doesn't even matter at that point. This was a, in my humble opinion, a proxy negotiation between uh, the U.S., and the CCP. Again, not the Chinese people, but the CCP. And Canada was the proxy country. Again, we, being I'm Canadian, uh, we held the uh, vice president of Huawei, if I'm not mistaken, under house arrest for a handful of many, many months. Um, uh, three years, I'm pretty three sure. Three years, said. yeah. I was going to say. Three years under house, house arrest. Right, exactly. And so this is very simple, at least from my perspective. It was, listen, we'll let her go. You give us some of our spies and you let the Canadians go. And, you know, maybe the, the West had given the CCP something that's not being broadcast publicly but again you know this is a, a tit for tat this is a chess game it's not for us to say if this was a right or wrong move and on top of that we don't even know all the moves so yeah exactly we like we're seeing only front end end results we don't get any at all ever half the story it's right. amazing that they really even reported these events as uh happening at the same time yep um this is this is a weird one. I never understood why it was a thing in the first place. Instagram pauses plans to develop a app for kids. Um, I don't know what. I mean, we we see lots of problems with um, inst kids being on like the internet. Internet, so I get some wrapped up in a nice present justification for keeping them in separate internet spaces, but it's just. The, sorry, if I could jump in quickly, this yeah. to me, I, I see a couple, I see two sides of the coin here or a double-edged sword, if you right. will. So they, they suspended developing Instagram for kids under the age of 13. On the surface level, when it comes to privacy, forget about it. There's no privacy regardless, right? Whatever they right. promise, we, we got to put that aside from an unbiased perspective. But when we take a look, for example, at why they stopped it or why they continue or why they may continue it, if they continue it, you could argue the good thing is that it's going to be, again, an echo chamber, just a good echo chamber, arguably uh, echoing just child-based content that would be suitable and appropriate for the relative, right? right? Now, the other- They, they can- they Right privacy data mining yeah okay they're getting ads for your kids that are targeted but there's not a danger of them seeing some of the inappropriate content that you could find accidentally or being influenced incorrectly but right. that does kind of put all the kids in one spot yes exactly and that's the other side of the sword or the yeah. coin if you will you, you got people now again if we take a look at project flicker uh, for those that are members and even those that have seen some of the previous public episodes you'll know it it People within the DOD, people within NASA, CIA, the Pentagon, it doesn't take much for them to get their fingers in there metaphorically and no pun intended, <laughs> to be honest with you, and be able to spy on these children. And it's very, very, very unfortunate. But anyways, the next thing is that according to ABC News, an egg was thrown at French President Macron during a food trade fair. Uh, pr French President Macron was hit on the shoulder by an egg thrown at him by a man during an international food trade fair in the French city of Lyon. Now, he had quote, something else thrown at him a while ago, too, didn't he? 
tomatoes, I think, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw the video of this one when he had an egg thrown at him. And look, again, when you see the protests by the people in France, you see the retired French military generals and colonels making these petitions saying that, again, it's debatable. It's not for us to say whether it's a racist perspective or not, but there's a strong argument for a more traditionalistic, uh, more culturally based France not that people from outside the country can't come in but we can argue more of a nationalistic perspective in the sense that everybody's welcome to come to France but the way we do things here is the way we like to do them relative to the people that you know have the French um, heritage in their blood and things like that again that's not for I believe Camden or me to say which way is the right well, I have way French I have French in my blood so I can say it right that's allowed is that oh, how that, how that all works go. I don't know there right <laughs> I don't know identity <laughs> politics um <laughs> So most interesting to me is it says Macron, like his predecessors, enjoy spending time meeting the public called crowd baths. That's a weird, like how disillusioned out of touch, like these are all people. You're not like taking a bath in, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, strange. Um, Boris Johnson, um, this is being heavily underreported and I feel like it would be a bigger deal, but the gas shortage yep. in the UK, hundreds of soldiers could be scrambled to drive fuel tanks. Um, there's pictures and reported incidents of it happening already. Kind of, I mean, it's, it's, that's a totalitarian measure, um, rationing in that degree. I'm not a fuel shortage means you have to make sure that it's getting everywhere it needs to. Uh, but I mean, maybe they don't have national guards and state guards, I guess the way America does. So I don't know. Well, I wanted to, if I could jump in quickly, I yeah. want to make it clear that I, don't know the logistics and the intrinsic details of the way that UK operations tend to work. So I understand it, it, there are shortages and things like that. And granted, I, I'm sure some of you who watch and listen to the show are within this industry or maybe around that industry. So you sort of would have a much better grasp than we, Camden and myself. But at the same time, I mean, it's the UK. It, it's not, it's, you know, it, it's not, um, you know, a, a third world country with all due respect. I mean, it, it, I take this example similar to the uh, example of when Dr. Fauci said a year and a half ago, people should not be wearing masks in that first 60 minutes interview. And then when he was questioned by it on MSNBC, he said, well, I lied. At the, he admitted to lying saying, I said it at the time because we were afraid there was going to be a shortage of masks. Okay. And the argument that people made with respect to that rebuttal was, was, you're the richest country in the world. You can't make more masks very quickly if you get even, especially if you get private industry on it, right? I don't know. I think I, the brokest. Well, see that this is the thing, though, right? It depends how it's 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 viewed, right? And but you're exactly broken. right, exactly. And I take that same stance relative to this again. I don't know the logistics of what's, uh, you know, the way UK operations work. So I don't want to just brush it off as, oh, it's all BS. With that being said, come on, you're telling me that more I mean, support can be done. I mean, but they've also taken it for themselves. Police have gotten in front of people in lines. I mean, I'm not saying they're not right. doing important business, like ambulance crashing through trying to get gas for people. Um, uh, classism, uh, the, the, they get their gas, you do not kind of thing. Under the justification um, of we have to protect the people. And again, no disrespect to the actual, you know, the, the British and, and, and the, the officers in the UK doing a phenomenal job. But again, we have to look at all the angles here, right? Um, so you had uh, the La Palma landslide videos next. I'm, I'm put, they're right here. Sure. Let's play them. Yeah, all I mean, by all means. This is... Um, for those listening on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, we apologize. There's no way to get the visual video to you, but um, the La Palma uh, 
landslide was quite uh, quite interesting. There seems to be very anomalistic and non-natural occurrences taking well, place it's, here. Uh, they just had a volcano explosion, and right. there doesn't seem to be any... I mean, the lava didn't create this landslide, as far as I can tell and am seeing said. So, like, I don't know. What's going on in La Palma? Yeah. It's that's another thing too, right? When we take a look at that, there's when you look relative to the other public episodes, especially the members episodes, look at the geography of the place. I, I don't think we need to say that there's a unique uh, alleged, you know, set of very large bases and motherships on the extraterrestrial perspective within that vicinity. So again, not always trying to imply or direct it back to aliens or humans or secret operations, but we live in very strange times, you know? Exactly. Um, this next one's like kind of funny. I don't, I don't get it. So uh, China warns U.S. using human rights as pretext for more anti-Russia sanctions as Beijing publicly backs Moscow in new standoff. I have to, I, someone, I had to read the article to know what they meant by all this because reading that headline, who is mad at who? It, right like what is sorry, that? I, I if i wanted to say this this what i see here just from this headline to me personally this translates to multi-layered chess game and the public has no freaking clue what's going on here right china, china has said it strongly opposes new sanctions against senior russian officials proposed by washington we hear lots about uh china versus russia we hear lots about russia uh versus the u.s but then also china versus you like i don't everyone's being friends and enemies on all different fronts and like it's strange it's a great form of you know um deception on a, on, a, on the surface level while also playing that that multi-layer chess game right yeah i know absolutely it is the next thing is that according to al jazeera taliban the taliban has now taken on the iskp or isis k its most serious foe in afghanistan afghan group cracks down on isis k members after a series of deadly attacks but experts say it won't be an easy task end quote okay here this is the thing again i i have to refer to this perspective or this at, at least an attempt at an unbiased you know report uh, reporting because it's the nationalistic versus the globalistic perspective. You know, should we even be get, getting involved or even, again, to have an opinion is one thing, but we know for, I mean, let's be honest, there's intelligence agencies from all over the world watching Afghanistan right now. I so mean, our, our, our intelligence here comes from, in a telegram message, ISIS-K claimed to have killed up to 35 Taliban fighters. Right. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, what do we, I don't think that we need to be involved. I don't know that. And why are we praising the Taliban now? Like they're, I don't know. It's just constant make and end it like, you know, you look, you go back uh, 16, 17 years ago, there was an article from The Guardian um, quoting, don't quote me specifically, but it was saying, you know, Bush gets tough on the Taliban, denies any negotiations because the Taliban allegedly, you know, was willing to give up bin Laden. That could have been a fake story, like literally just completely made up. With that being said, it doesn't matter if it's fake or not. The point is, is that it got out there. The narrative was pushed. So before they were bad, now it's like, okay, we got to support it. It's just, it's a catastrophe. It's a catastrophe. So. Interesting. I don't know. It's a weird article. Biden advisor to meet Saudi crown prince on Yemen, U.S. officials. Jake Sullivan will go meet crown prince Riyadh as you know. Uh, of... MB, uh, MBS in Riyadh. In Riyadh. Oh, in Riyadh. The city yeah. Of... Duh. Um, <laughs> of the in indefinite state of war. Um, traveling to Saudi Arabia, okay, to press the kingdom to moves toward a ceasefire with the conflict in Yemen. Um, 
we typically do, like geopolitically have a like at least a negotiable relationship with Saudi Arabia. It's strange that it's taken this long for them to have any discourse, um, kind of ignoring the Yemen conflict over what I guess Israel and uh, and 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 Palestine's conflicts this, that have been going on. Like, right. This is tough in my perspective because what we have here is we have a very. I say interesting, but I, I don't even want to use that word because of the influence of, again, I'm not speaking of the people of Saudi Arabia. I'm speaking of the regime over many, many years, right? Mm -hmm. the, the overall regime that sort of continued on the, that sort of control. When we look at the, the Saudi influence with, res, with respects to the regime's influence, with respect to 9-11, oil prices, things like that, when I see that picture of Biden uh, getting off the plane and speaking with, you know, the crown prince and all that, I got to be honest with you, folks. I What I see right there is... Uh, a, a very subtle covert relationship deep down un underneath the table metaphorically but i also see saudi arabia having the west by the balls part of my english in certain regards so again it's that it's that multi-layer chess game if you will and and it seems like saudi arabia becoming more friendly with china in the same way afghanistan is uh, the the that that side of the earth is is yeah slowly gripping the west by the balls Yep. The, the um, next. Oh, sorry. Was that? No, it's you. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, the next thing is that according to Reuters, Erdogan, pro President Erdogan says that Turkey plans to buy more Russian defense systems. Now, if we scroll down a little bit more, it says here, uh, Washington says, oh, sorry, President Tayyip Erdogan said Turkey still intended to buy a second batch of S-400 missile defense systems from Russia, a move that could deepen a rift with NATO ally Washington and trigger new U.S. sanctions, end quote. Okay. There's a few different layers to this in my personal uh, perspective and opinion, and I, I bring this up right off the bat because from an unbiased perspective, it's a chess game. It's a chess game, right? With that between Russia, the U.S., NATO, you know, the five, uh, the, 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 the uh, allies, the five eyes, you name it, right? Now, at the same time, I can't believe and help but think how much of a puppet show this is because if we bring in the other perspective of what we cover with respects to content and topics on the show – these missiles could be disabled within seconds, and I would dare to argue that Russia's got the, the reverse-engineered alien tech to do it. And I'm not saying that they would bring it out, but the point being is that this is all a show. These missiles have been, you know, I guess you could argue obsolete in many regards since, you know, they, they were able to, to master anti-gravity. And I know you might be saying, Dave, okay, the anti-gravity will never come out. Granted, but the fact that they have it, that world nations have this technology, w whether some are, you know, more advanced in reverse-engineering the alien tech than others or not, the fact that they're doing these missiles and selling these missiles to each other and, you know, they're playing these chess moves, surface level 4D chess, and below that, you got like a 8 to 12 layer dimensional chess. I know, if you know. and it's like, oh. I mean, they're, they pose a threat to F-35s. The only reason that they would have to use the S-400s on F-35s is F-35s were attacking where the S-400s are. So, like, is the U.S. attacking Turkey? And what, yeah. what's, what's really the worry here? Why is that a problem for the United States? It's, yep. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's a silly, silly chess game. It's like, if you take that out, you know, I'm, 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 I don't know. Yeah. Dozens dead after deadly attacks in Northeast Nigeria. Um, gangs and uh, terrorist cells and things like that. Largely getting ignored in Africa, too. A state security commissioner says troops came under fire before forcing the assailants to withdraw. Dozens of people were killed in three separate attacks in three different states. This is a coordinated, like, deadly thing. We don't know where they came from. We don't know. That. They're unidentified gunmen just that, that eventually left. And no one, no one was arrested. No one was apprehended. I got to say, from my perspective, I mean, again, as I've always said, folks, it's so unfortunate to see this happen. But I got to tell you, 
in my if you want my opinion you you watch how quickly these random shootings from these militias and rebels stop if and when the cia takes a um surface level controlling interest in certain parts of africa that's my perspective you watch how quickly those rebels disappear not i'm not implying that they're controlled by the cia although you know but what i'm saying is that you see how quickly they can get a certain part or vicinity of land under control when they really want to so that that i mean that's all i got to say about that yeah, they, I mean, they attacked a remote army base. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's exactly. The next thing is that, according to Al Jazeera, Mali approached Russian military company for help, according to the Russian minister Lavrov. Russian foreign minister Lavrov says Mali's uh, turn towards private Russian companies done, quote, on a legitimate basis, end quote, and insists that Moscow was not involved. Uh, Mali has asked Russian private companies to boost security in the conflict-torn country. Moscow confirmed as the Malian leader accused France of abandoning Bamako by preparing a large troop drawdown, end quote. Okay, again, chess game. From an unbiased perspective, at least my best attempt at it, it's a chess game. It's as simple as that. The only people that suffer are the people of Mali. That I mean, ultimately, that's literally the, yeah. it's a disregard for the. We're not saying that this, like, it's not happening. They're purposely just instilling conflict all over. I mean, a lot of this goes back to. I think, I don't know. I think they're trying to instill unrest, make people actually revolt, so then they have a reason to to right. totalitarian shutdown. That's what a lot of this is building into. Yep, and it's unfortunate that we have to speculate like this, but when the media and the government lie so much, what other choice do we have, yeah, right? Absolutely. Uh, world leaders, this UN General Assembly is interesting. Um, it's, it seems like really heavily focused on, um, well, everything that we thought it would be, I guess, really. They're just speaking pretty plainly. Um, this year's gathering kicked off stark, stark appeal from a UN secretary who warned the world is on the edge of an abyss. And it can only be averted through global cooperation. I mean, they're there. It's fear mongering into totalitarian new world order control shutdown, just like we talked about. I mean, they're trying to like do it on purpose. Uh, I strongly hope that North Korea will engage in diplomatic efforts and dialogues between the United States and North Korea on denuclearization. Okay, I got it. Sorry, I just wanted to say quickly, this is consistent with what Warner Von Braun said uh, to some of his aides. Um, I believe one of the female, uh, the, the woman is still alive. One yeah, of the, uh, yeah, the and, secretary. Uh, right. And he said, you know, after the, the alleged threat of terrorism, there's going to be the threat of third world nations. And this seems to be that. With that being said, you take a look at, you know, China flying the most Taiwanese, uh, the most amount of jets, excuse me, into Taiwanese airspace. You take a look at the tensions, you know, what happened between uh france the uk uh, australia excuse me the uk and the us with respects to the, the that whole submarine incident I, I i don't here's the thing i know that underneath or i would like to think underneath there's a lot of friction and tension the question becomes what which ruling interests will prevail not on this on the surface level but beneath because whatever happens beneath is then just going to echo to the surface maybe not directly or right away but it, you know we take a look here at some of the different points and lebanon calls for this japan calls for that you know all, all this stuff russia uh, turkey says this i mean it, here's the thing they can call for stuff all they want people politicians and public figures have been calling for things for years but you know i know it doesn't, yeah it doesn't get anywhere it's like the Boris Johnson thing we talked about earlier. It said he called for truckers to get raises and he would send them all warm letters of, of moral boost, morale boosting. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the, the, the next thing is that Afghanistan envoy withdraws from the UN General Assembly debate. Uh, Isaac say, oh, hopefully I didn't butcher that. Please forgive me. Ambassador for the government overthrown by the Taliban was due to speak on Monday. 
Well, sure. For me, it's very simple. When your own president, and again, I'm not trying to be insulting here, but when your own president allegedly, you know, he's got 200 million in a bunch of briefcases and he's running onto the helicopter and, you know, the cash is, the cash is falling out as he's running yeah, onto the helicopter and some of it's left at the airport there. If that is not a metaphor or a good representation of what happened in, to the rest of Afghanistan, I don't know what else is, you know? So when they pulled their representative, sure. What, what power does he have? I mean, again, unless we're missing context, I'd love to be corrected, but I, I, I don't see it. I mean, he could have used it as a platform is the only thing I could think. He could right. used, have used it to call for his version or his, you know, endorsed government to be reinstated or white hats or something that kind of preaches more to the inner circles have decided no we like the taliban there that's that that's who we want now kind of thing we're not right. we're not even trying to reinstate the old government of afghanistan um biden faces harsh criticism for expelling haitian asylum seekers there was thousands of people on the uh, rio grande uh the del rio portion of the border um, more than fourteen thousand. yes uh they there's a lot of questions about it. I mean, I don't know. I've never seen the Border Patrol get on horses and literally wrangle people like they did for anything, even when there was 127,000 migrants from Mexico last month. I never saw anything like that. I don't know why now. I don't know what, what emotion this is supposed to elicit, but they want us to be angry about it. Right. And if I could uh, throw my two cents in there, if we take a look and take a step back at all of this, I mean, I got to We got to be consistent. I did not agree with a lot of I things mean, yeah, that Trump know, here's did. Here's the photos of it, right? Like, right. I, I have I, not I, seen this happen ever. Right. And not just this with, you know, the, the alleged whips and things like this, but even putting that aside. OK, let's just say that they didn't use these types of whips and things like that. And, you know, quote unquote, unique situation we see here as Camden scrolling through the article. If this was Trump, I'm not trying to always play it if this was Trump, because I know that's tit for tat. We can go back and forth all the time with those gotcha statements. But if this was Trump, my gosh, this would have been, you know, racist, this, that, you know, you name it. And so, again, we look, for example, we know for a fact Biden is continuing Trump's border wall. He's evicting personal family properties that are, you know, on the border there. And again, he's not saying what happened to he said many times as he was running that the, the wall is going to be stopped right away no person no people's personal property will be uh, evicted or you know uh, uh, taken by the federal government to continue trump's border wall he's continuing it and then when we look at what they're doing here i mean i gotta be honest i'm not saying to let everybody in i'm not saying that either what i'm saying ultimately playing attempting to play it right down the middle is that again get control of the crisis and yeah they're they're shooting down the uh truthfully the more right-leaning uh news organization outlets drones they're literally like they they shot down the fox. I mean, I drone. don't know. I just think like have a belief. Like if you think the border should be open and everyone should come in, then and all they should from Afghanistan and Mexican uh, migrant workers. Then why can't Haitians do it as well? If right. you're, uh, I mean, my all the way fullest extrapolation, borders shouldn't matter at all. But they, but you, sh if you are a resident, if you are a citizen, like I should be able to go anywhere I want and no one checks anything at all. Who cares? But if I'm a citizen where I live, I can vote there. Like I, if I can't just be somewhere and then have like input in that country, you have to like have an investment. I, borders really, their lines on a map. I don't know why we care anyways. And this is one of the few times folks I would dare to argue, and I could be wrong, but I would dare to argue from my personal opinion that when you look at when they say, you know, when Republicans uh, take control of the, the Oval Office, the, the borders tend to tighten up and less people come. 
I think this is as simple as that. They see a Democratic president. They see someone pushing for, you know, um, you know, Democratic uh, uh, talking points. And I'm not trying to say that's a bad thing. That's not for me to say if it's good or bad. But ultimately, when we look at the patterns over many, many years, look at the numbers. We see when a Democratic uh, administration is in charge, there's more people at the border. Right. When when they're not, there's when there's Republicans, there's still border crises. Don't get me wrong, to be fair, even when Republicans are there. But, you know, it, it's a I little just, bit different. I don't. Yeah, um, no, it's a weird socioeconomic thing. But I think it's a, I don't know why that matters even. I don't mm, answer it. Go ahead. Get, right. Get the next thing is that Switzerland says a resounding yes to same-sex marriage. The Swiss-backed proposal, which also allows couples to adopt by a nearly two-thirds majority in a referendum on Sunday, end quote. Now, if we continue on here, it says here, Switzerland has agreed to legalize marriage for same-sex couples by a nearly two-thirds majority in a referendum, making it one of the last countries in Western Europe to do so, end quote. Folks, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a... Um, I'm, I'm not pro woke or anything close to that, I would like hope to think. But when I see something like this, you know, assuming this was passed legitimately and all that and the people and the politicians want it, no problem. It doesn't it doesn't affect my day to day life. Oh, yeah, no, at all. Know, I, but also I'm more impressed than anything that Switzerland did, like took this long to make that legal. Yeah, to be more honest, than yeah. anything, it's I, I one mean, of the last countries in the entire world. I've, it, it, I don't know. As many of you know, I, I've, I've said it before. I have many friends that are that are uh, that are gay and some of the nicest people you'd ever meet. So I, again, it, I have no problem with this whatsoever, as long as it doesn't affect what you know uh, my personal life, what I do in the bedroom or anything but like that. Then so be it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. But is there? Was it not passed beforehand because there wasn't that many people vying for it? Was it? Was there? Was there? some kind of like uh pre-60s like hate of gay people in switzerland like what what what's what I, was their reason for lagging and that, that's right. a weird thing to dig that, into i don't know honestly it's a genuine question i think both camden and myself are asking you guys the audience if anyone has yeah. the answer now uh, yeah, i know absolutely. right and i know there's a lot of people that believe you know marriage should be between a man and a woman but with that being said fair enough if we're being consistent relative to the way in which countries run their own you know uh affairs if you will this is this is not anywhere again if you live in switzerland i'm sure you can have much more of an opinion but i don't live there uh, nor does camden and you know it's the same thing it's like for example i tend to have much more strongly uh, worded opinions about canadian affairs because i, mean, I like I is, yeah is the is this the first time they've ever voted on it because literally everyone voted yes right. so like i don't right. I, why if this is the first time ever i why like why didn't it barely pass before why did it just now come to a point where they voted and everyone voted yes? I don't know. That's strange. Right. Um, China's biggest air show to highlight military prowess. Country's most advanced fighter jet will take part in aerial maneuvers as new elect electronic warfare jet and advanced drones go on display for the first time. I mean, it's stolen from whoever or whatever, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, they, they were a great part of the solar winds hack. China was and they get to um, get a little jump start and they're probably making some really, really fucking rad things to fly around with and publicly unveiling. That might be, be where some of the um, anti-grav gravity manipulation machines first come from, because then the U.S. narrative gets to say, look, they're making these things. Oh, wait, now we can figure out how to make these things here. It's all public now. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. It's a it's an interesting course to go. We'll see what they actually actually unveil. 
in my opinion, this is one just one layer of the onion, the metaphorical onion. Again, the only thing that may make this a little bit more advanced is it having to do with electronic warfare. But with that being yeah. said, let's also remember the way in which the CCP, not just in the West, but the CCP, Russia, you know, Iran, they disseminate this to the media relative you tell to me that's not an F. 35 that's that's a chinese jet oh right and i'm not again this is nothing against the the chinese people by any metric this is we're speaking of the ccp again if we take a look at steve bannon's uh not his most recent appearance on tim pool's podcast but just prior to that maybe five six months ago roughly he said when he was in the white house as a strategic advisor think of mr bannon what you will but this was on transcript. He said that, you know, certain representatives of the Chinese government were overheard uh, saying when these meetings would happen, we're still, you know, 20, 30 years behind the West. You know, we still have to take and, and sort of steal things from them. Not, I'm not saying in every aspect, the Chinese people, very smart people, but at the same time, like you said, Camden, does that not it's look like- It's way easier to get ahead when you start where they're at right now. Right. That's another I mean, thing. It, literally here it says point blank, Beijing is intent on not put. On not just pushing locally made mili- military aircraft and right. technologies, but also its ability to address almost any m- military requirement out there. Now so it's, it's yeah. like we don't care about using just the Chinese stuff. We got we got everybody. Now take a look. It says the Wing Lung Two, an armed drone similar to the American MQ9 Reaper, has already been sold to customers, including the UAE, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Pakistan, as China competes against Western rivals to increase military exports. To me, this is simple, folks. If you can recall a public episode off the top of my head, please forgive me. I, I didn't. If I had known ahead of time this connection, I would have written it down. But these are the same nations, amongst a few others, that are trying to actively move away from the U.S. dollar. And that is what I see right there. It, it's pretty surface level to me. In, it, it's very I mean, yeah, it is that like you also have to think about these 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 F thirty fives, these Chinese crafts. They're not just staying with that military. They're selling them right. to everyone. They're everywhere. It's, right. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly exactly. Um. So, uh, go ahead. The next thing is that according to the BBC Evergrande, with respects to the large bank in uh, China, in, investors are in the dark pertaining to an $83 million bond payment. Now, if we scroll down a little more, we'll see here. Um, if we, sorry, a little more up. Perfect. Thanks. Oh God, uh, yeah. Investors were left in the dark after the troubled property giant Evergrande missed a deadline for an $83.5 million or $61 million uh, uh, euro interest payment. The Chinese firm is yet to make an announcement regarding the payment, which was due on Thursday. End quote. A lot of people say this is similar to that of, if I'm not mistaken, the Lehman Brothers. In, yeah, you know, ex- it's it, a Lehman Brothers moment. Right. Exactly. And again, this, you know, this is crazy. I, I got to say on a more personal note, I don't, I mean, maybe they are, but I don't know how a lot of these, ba- these guys at the top, they better have great security around them. Because I got to tell you, if they screwed over even one person, whether it was intentional or not, that has any pull within organized crime or the intelligence community, these guys got to be careful because this is not, this is not even life or death. This is worse than that. And I'm, I'm unfortunate to have to even want to say this, but it's the reality. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's. The weird part for me is as we talk about, you know, all the people pulling out of the U.S. dollar ba- uh, countries, w- w- this is devaluing the yuan at the same the, the like yep. at the same time. Um, is the move um, intentional? Maybe intentional. It, like- create panic. Get rid of fiat currency. Um, it, I do know that the way that China banned all cryptos, that is going to make the lower in- accounts panic sell that is going to open up massive amounts of rooms for rich buyers to move in to control the space more before everyone and their mother jumps back into crypto when it actually becomes valuable right oh 
the other thing that the final thing I wanted to add to about that is that when people say in general, you know, uh, Dave Camden, why would they bring themselves down even though others around the world, you know, respective to the investments relative to ever, ever grand there. They've already moved their money. Right. Exactly. Why, why would they want to bring themselves down? Well, again, as I've said many times, when you bring yourself down before anybody else, you control the way it happens again. But that could be applied more to a narrative controlling aspect. This is more so, again, there's certain films in Hollywood that sort of depict this, if you will, pertaining to, again, Jack Ryan, if I'm not mistaken, um, yeah, yeah. with respects to, again, the collapse. The, the, the Russians in that movie were trying to collapse the American dollar. The Russian... Um, the Russian ruble, if I'm not mistaken, would collapse too, but they explained it. The CIA, the head of the CIA was saying, why would the Russians want to devalue their own currency? Because the rest of the world would suffer worse. So, yeah. I you know, mean, again, Evergrande fell by 12% in Hong Kong on Friday after jumping 17% the day before. Someone made a dope-ass money flip and yeah. then got to cash out and then buy back in after 12%. Like, right. you see what like they, they make money, make money, make money. Now, right. the last thing I want to talk about, because money make money, launder money on these NFTs, it's <laughs> Professor Scott Fallman made the first emoticon in 1982. That is dope. I'm glad that he's the person that got to make money off this NFT, if we believe in the altruistic concept of NFTs. But everyone's been using a smile, smiley face and sad face since 82 and no one's ever paid him any money do i have to like does he get royalties on this how is this digital ownership and real estate like world going to work because this is starting to get weird do mm-hmm. do, do does he anytime he sees a smiley face in anyone's comments or a youtube video does he get to like copyright infringe them does he own that now you know like yeah. it's it's a really weird gray area and i'm asking opinions and just like not understanding it myself. The only thing I could say to add to this is that it's no disrespect to Professor Scott Falman, to be honest with you. More power to him. Again, what's rightfully deserved and owed is, is what's deserved sure. and owed. But is it, again, I'm asking this genuinely too, does this now mean moving forward every smiley face emoji, you know, money goes right to him? It's not for or, us or to like, Or even an even deeper question. So he sold it at auction for that. That means that someone bought the smiley face. So right. who, who owns the smiley face now? We're not paying him anymore because he sold it. Right. Who, who, who came to him and said, hey, um, you didn't know that you owned it, but you actually own the smiley face and we want you to put it up for auction and I'll pay you this for it. Who now owns said smiley face? This is a weird world that we are living in in digital like real estate i don't know it's weird it's quite interesting to see i mean the only thing i could say to add one final point is that is it possible there needs to be you know regulations because of what you just digital real estate right people going from again the the ww uh dot era the sort of early 2000s people were buying up domain names like crazy selling you know someone bought up microsoft.com microsoft bought it if i'm not mistaken 20 million bucks there's that person's retirement money and then some right so it's, it's, I mean, it's I an mean, interesting look, game to play. I mean, I don't know what yeah. I can copyright. I'm going to try to do the co- the smiley face without the like dash in the middle. <laughs> the eyes and, I'm going to try to copyright that. That'd be funny. That'd be funny. But um, <laughs> with ahead, that we'll be, sign off. Yeah. I was just going to say, with that being said, everybody wanted to thank all of you for tuning in to uh, another episode of a special joint Kraken and hope you guys enjoyed it. Members, uh, we have an episode coming in the next uh, members only episode. The ones that you all love coming in the next 24 hours. And uh, yeah, let's get banned coming tomorrow for the public and we'll catch all of you very, very soon. Cheers.